It's Bradley Buzzed with Kyla and Jason. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, guys? What's up? We're back. Episode three. Man, episode three. That means we've been in quarantine a long time. Well, I mean, at least five weeks, right? I think we're on... Maybe six. I think we're coming up on six weeks. Wow. Crazy. That's like a average length restraining order. The good news is we haven't killed each other yet. Not yet. Not yet. But I think this is going to go a little bit longer. So, you know, we'll see. We can hold out. I like you a lot. So it's okay. Well, I appreciate that. No promises. Today felt like a super normal day for me. Yeah, you're behind the computer pretty much the whole time. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's Monday. Y'all, y'all are gonna hear this probably Wednesday. Uh, but it was Monday. I got up. Sailor got breakfast. We, I took her to Grandpa and Mimi's. Came home, did some work. Uh, I'm working on a, a big project. Needed some focus. So it was probably best that uh, she get out of the house for a little bit, which was nice. So came home, worked on that. Jason got up, worked on some projects. Yeah. And of course you had to have your, uh, your, um, energy drink to get you going. Yeah, I did. I had coffee. I also had a Red Bull. Mm -hmm. Wasn't it a monster? No, it was Red Bull. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, work ain't paying me right now. I can say Red Bull. (laughs) That is true. What's the state endorsed? Because the state's paying us. So what are they into? Yeah. What does the government prefer? Yeah. Hey, hey, Governor Parsons, uh, do you guys get like a discount on Monster or Red Bull? Because whatever it is, y'all paying us right now. So we'll start drinking it. Yeah. But I still drink the shit I like. So that's true. What are you drinking tonight? Uh, a little Knob Creek. Uh, Same as me. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. You're uh you're trying out the whiskey tonight. Well, not trying it out, but you're drinking the whiskey tonight. You've tried it before. But yeah, the, I mean, I've had wine every night of quarantine, so I'm just trying to yeah. mix it up. I'm a I'm a big Makers fan, or not? I'm sorry, not Makers. Uh, makers too, but uh, Knob Creek uh, has like a a maple whiskey, which it's just kind of a nice change of pace. You know, when you're drinking your um, you know, what is the is it the Makers? I always forget the the freaking number on it. Always mess it up. Uh, 46 or I don't know, sitting over there anyway. Um, that's usually my go-to. Yeah. But, you know, every once in a while you just need a little flavor, but you don't want to go through the whole process of, you know, doing an old fashioned and cutting up the orange and all that good stuff and adding the bitters. So I hear you. Yeah. You know, I'm a, I'm a wine and beer girl. Like that's just what I like. I, liquor is, I'll drink it. I'm good at drinking it, but I prefer just wine and beer. It's just easier. Yeah. But I've had literally wine every day of quarantine. Yep, I'm admitting that. And tonight I just kind of wanted something different. I, I'm i pretty much a beer guy. You know, I, I sincerely do enjoy beer. The problem is when I take my shirt off and I look at myself <laughs> in the mirror, it is quite obvious that I am a beer guy. Um. And I really highly enjoy whiskey, but you know, like whiskey and any, well, any kind of liquor for me has always been traditionally a little harder to drink. Um, 
not as the the actual uh, effort of drinking it, um, taking it in. It's just like it's so easy to walk up to the bar, boom, give me Miller Lite, Coors Light, you know, Space Camper, Tank Seven, whatever. It's just so easy to walk up, ask for it, boom. Um, I'm not saying it's not easy to walk up and ask for a, you know, a Jack on the Rocks or a Whiskey Need or whatever. I don't know what it is though. And then I also have a very fast drinking pace because I've grown up drinking beer. So I'm used to like, you know, it's, it's just like a, my, my right arm is just like on a timer and I don't even think about it. I don't think, Oh, I'm thirsty. It just, it goes to my mouth and you try to do that on whiskey. Oh, it's not good. Isn't it how funny? Sorry. Isn't it? (laughs) See, that's what happens when I drink whiskey. There you go. Isn't it funny how fast we can drink beer at a tailgate, but it's like nearly impossible to drink that much water on a regular basis. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think if water made you feel as good as alcohol does, I mean, that is so true. I struggle to drink. Like for the first, you know, you think about the first hour of drinking beer. Let's just say we're out at a tailgate. Like it just goes down so fast. Like you're an hour and you're probably what on average, we're probably three or four beers in. Yeah, for sure. And, and I know, I know y'all, especially your, your beer drinkers know what I'm talking about. You know how you have those days and maybe it's, maybe you went out Saturday night and you sit out a little bit too late knowing that you got to get up at 6am to go tailgate. And so you don't think that you're going to want a beer, you know, like not quite, I mean, not, not at 7am, but you crack that first one open and you have that first drink or maybe just that first beer. And you're like, and you make the comment usually, it's usually like, damn, that went down way too easy. <laughs> You know what that means? That means it's going to be a good beer drinking day. Because I, I never I never struggle to get a beer down. Well, <clears throat> this last weekend, we talked about on the last episode, we took a, like a little trip. I will tell you all, I don't get hungover. Like it is rare that I feel like crap the next day. And usually when I feel like shit, it's because I either had an energy drink while I was drinking or... I had some shitty liquor, which doesn't happen now that I'm 31. Like, I'll pay for the better stuff. Um, But I was a little hungover that first morning. Maybe it was lack of sleep. But I felt bad because I cracked a beer at like 10 a.m. with breakfast. But I knew it was going to make me feel better. And it did. It worked. Yeah. Well, I think, yeah, combination. I think, you know, severe lack of sleep because we rolled in at 5 a.m., 6 a.m. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, You got like two or three hours of sleep back up. Um, and then, you know, started getting about our day, but I think you also, what did you drink that night that wasn't? Well, I think I had had the, I had two monsters Oh yeah, on Just, the way up yeah. and like a sweet tea or something. So like, I just had probably too much. And just in case you, y'all know, like, obviously as you're learning, this podcast is not a health podcast. It's a lifestyle podcast. I don't know even what you want to call it. It's a society a culture. It's not a lifestyle. It, it's, it is what it is, but uh, we, you know. We we're not want, telling you the things that you should be doing. No, we're we're you, just telling you what we like to do. And honestly, I know there's some people listening to this that are, that are like full-time health coaches or physical trainers, and they're probably thinking these guys are terrible. But, I mean, you know what? That is life. We're just real. Yeah, and uh, we also like, I mean, we could do a whole podcast on, you know, the last 10 years of our uh, personal individual fitness and workout journeys. I mean, it'd be pretty, 
pretty insane as far as like, I'm just talking about the up and down, you know, like mm. I think we all get to a time in our lives where it's like, okay, I'm going to go on this. And like, you know, I've committed and lost 45 pounds. Yeah. And I remember I seen pictures of you where honestly you were unhealthy. You were well, I was bartending skinny. in a bikini. So well, yeah, but like there was that you're trying to get that beach cruise body. That's right. You know? So it's just like, you know, we, it's not like, uh, uh, we don't value health because we yeah. absolutely do. Totally good for everybody that is like so disciplined and mm-hmm. loves that life. Yep. I'll tell you what. It's just not for me. Not right now. Not right now. Not right now. Speaking of real. <laughs> oh yeah. Speaking of the world. We got a pretty legit guest on tonight. I'm really excited about this one. Sheena was great last week. Gave us a lot of good insight, but I am I'm I'm pretty pumped about this one. She's a She's a good time. We've got some good questions from uh, listeners that we're going to throw at her. What are, what are the odds that, because she's not listening right now, she can't hear us. So what are the odds that she slips into the Southern voice? 99%. So, and, and, and I don't, I don't know if this is factual, but I feel like the Southern voice didn't start until maybe me or somebody used our southern voice i i don't know and let's touch on that really quick because jason is not from the south but he is from a very small town with a bunch of country kids and he grew up kind of living that country life so it's funny when we go back to memphis and we're around his friends he kind of slips into it a little bit and it's it's interesting our guest though however she will say she grew up in the south but she grew up in texas y'all (laughs) and uh, she does not have a Southern accent, but it is probably one of my favorite things about her, and it's so funny because when my group of girlfriends get together, she whips it out. It's usually after at least one glass of wine or at least one drink. By the way, Texas is the South, but you're you're thinking... I'm thinking like you're... Georgia, yeah, Alabama, yeah. Just wait to hear South it. Carolina. Just wait to hear it slide into it. It's definitely not a Texas accent. Yeah, it's, so watch for it because yeah. she'll she'll totally. I'm predicting, anyways, that she dips into it. And it's hilarious and it's awesome. I'm gonna guess as soon as we call her because we will call her and you'll mm-hmm. hear it. She's gonna say hi, Kai. <laughs> that's how she always starts. It. I love it. Yep, yep. I that is a that's a guaranteed bet there. But it's so funny when we all go out because she gets into it. And then everybody else gets into it too. Like none of us have a Southern accent. It's addicting. (laughs) It's so funny. So, uh, well, let's give her a call. You ready? Let's do it. All right, y'all. We are, uh, we're calling Sylvia. Sylvia Ellsroad. Hello. Hi. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. (laughs) Can you hear me? I can hear you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. JB, can you hear Sylvia loud and clear over there? I sure can. Our producer says he can hear you. Oh, gosh. It is all a go then. We are a go. How are you? I'm nervous as all get out. Why are you nervous? (laughs) I don't know. I don't don't know. I've done, you know, I've done many podcasts, but for some reason, this one's really got my nerves going. <laughs> oh, you are so funny. We were just talking about, uh, <clears throat> well, I'll tell you later once we get into it, because I don't okay. want okay. to give it away, but uh, we've introduced you. So we've got Sylvia here. Okay. Sylvia awesome. Ellsroad. And I, I did mention from the real world, because you know, we yep. always got to bring that up. Got to bring that up. Yeah. How are you doing during quarantine? 
I mean, quarantine has been rough to say the least. Um, but, but it's not just because it's quarantine. It's just because I'm, um, you know, I'm experiencing a bunch of news, like uh, new things for me all at once, you know, while also being in quarantine. So quarantine has not been an easy, what is it? 30 some days now. I don't even know what day we're on in quarantine. Oh, I think we're more than that, but 30 That makes me feel better. That makes me feel better. (laughs) I, I wake we, up not knowing where I'm at, what day it is, nothing. So that makes me feel better. It is Friday, right? It, oh my uh, gosh, Jamie, you literally scared me. I was like, wait, is it Friday? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, no. It's not Friday. No, He's it's not Friday. You. It's not Friday because there's still plenty of math and history to do this week. So no. You going back to school or? Mm-hmm. Back to sixth grade for me, I go. I love it's that. It's been real pleasant. All right, y'all. So <clears throat> Sylvia is uh, stepmomming. Yes. Right? Yeah. First time. First time, full time stepmomming. So for- it's a new thing for me. And uh, how's it going? I mean, um, we we kind of <laughs> talked about last week how like parents and teachers and, you know, obviously the healthcare workers, but like you're kind of like, you know, in the thick of it. Oh, my goodness. Um, first of all, let me just say a huge shout out to all the stay-at-home parents, whether you're a stay-at-home mom or dad, I don't care. You guys deserve a medal. You guys deserve like a salary, twice the president's um, salary, because it is just, it is a lot of work. And I don't know how you guys make it through the day without crying. I don't know if you're hiding liquor in your mugs. Have to be. I just don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. And it's, it's for me, it's all new. You know, I went from having this life where I really could do whatever I want at any time. And then, you know, now I'm bringing, well, I didn't bring a life into the world, but I have a life now aside from me and my significant, my boyfriend. And it's just, it is a, it is a thing. It is exhausting. It is tiring. There's not enough booze in the world to help you through the day. Especially trying to be a teacher. I don't, yeah, I praise the teachers too. Jeez, oh, Pete. Speaking I, of booze, what are you drinking? I am, you know, I'm going to be honest. I um, am drinking, I don't even know how, a Jacqueline. Ooh, that sounds good. Something else, something with a B. It was a gift from one of my clients. So I'm just, you know, I'm taking it down. Uh, Jacqueline's bra. Yeah, how did you? Oh, <laughs> and you know, that's close, JB. <laughs> Jacqueline, yeah, that's taking a stab at it. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's you're, close, you're, maybe. You're talking about uh, teaching from home, and uh, mm-hmm. I actually got a, a text a couple of days ago from uh, our good friend Mark Raya, and oh gosh, Mark Dossie. yeah, and he was asking me because he's doing the same thing, so he's asking me yeah. something, something about the speed of sound, and like that was the, that was his kid's question, and I looked at the question and he typed it to me verbatim, and I'm like, right. what the hell? I mean. I had to stop and think about it. And I, I almost Googled it, you know, and I tried to help out, but I mean, I didn't, you know, and I was sitting there thinking no. like, gosh, I, we're, we're, we're keeping busy and we've got a nine month old. We don't have to like school her every day. I can't even imagine. I cannot imagine. Oh, oh, just wait. You two. Luckily, you know, I'm sure with both of your guys's brains, Sailor's going to be a genius. Meanwhile, like God willing, I love, 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 love my sweet stepson. <laughs> But can somebody riddle me this? How 124.75 plus 53 point, like what, 25 equals 55? Huh? No. I, no. I, I don't know. 
I never was. Anybody, a, I never was a anybody, math whiz. Anybody really that? Mm. <laughs> I don't know. No clue. You got so, a calculator over there? Because I don't. <laughs> well, even even I think the you know minimally smart people can understand that if you're adding something to 124, it's certainly not going to be 55. Exactly. Yeah. So there's that. I had this teacher once who. I kind of fought her and I was like, I'm just going to use my calculator. And she's like, no, 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 you need to show the work. And I'm like, why? She's like, you're not going to have a calculator every day on you. And I'm like, what about now? What yeah. about now? Where you at, teach? Where you at, teach? I yeah. got a calculator in hand whenever I want, sir. And yeah, and so that's another thing. It's like, they want the, they want the kids to show the work, but really we all know, like, oh, I mean, yeah, and you show the work, but like, How really, much of that are you really to, using? You know, right, right. Right. Yeah, and then like, go ahead, Sorry, it's, it's not like the 80s when, you know, a good calculator was, was fairly expensive, you know, right. not that I remember because I was very young in the 80s, uh, <laughs> yeah. 20, 25, yeah. but, you know, but, but seriously, though, like nowadays, like uh, modern technology, and I'm not saying that they shouldn't teach this stuff just because it is good, you know, you never know, yeah. you never know, like what you're going to get interested in, in, in junior high and high school until like, you know, you, you try it. But right. at the same time, like the only math class that I took in high school that I actually ever really use, I took a class and I don't know if anyone else had it. It was called consumer math and it was like legit, like balancing your checkbook, you know, oh, wow, if you if your girlfriend takes your money and, and you only had a hundred dollars and <laughs> yeah. she goes Victoria's yeah. secret. Now you have no dollars, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was real life shit. So, well, listen here, JB, you're definitely showing your age because I don't remember taking a single consumer class. Well, yeah, I guess back in the 80s and 90s, they, they value those things. <laughs> I wish they would have taught us the shit we need to know. Same, Akai, same. I wish they would have taught me how to do my taxes, how to fill out a FAFSA form. FAFSA. Not the Pythagorean, the Pythagorean theorem. I don't even know if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Sounds really but good to I'm me. Gonna- Right. I'm going to level with you guys. The only reason I passed geometry was because my softball coach was the teacher and he changed my grade so I could play. Like, I, I love that. I don't know. I don't know. I so. love that. That is like every, every time I watch like a, uh, or hear about like an NCAA scandal, this and that, I'm like, does anyone realize this is happening across the country, across the world? Yeah. Well, definitely right. this country. Like, it's like, this is happening at the, at the freshman high school level, and I'm not saying they're full on, don't go to class, don't do the work, and boom, you get an A or a passing grade. But right. Come on. Let's face I did, it. But yeah, but no, honestly, <laughs> like, let's be, let's be real here. It's definitely happening, happening more so than we'd like to believe. A hundred percent. All right, Sylvia. So I took to the interwebs. Okay. To see great. if anybody wanted to ask questions <laughs> for you. We have a couple of good ones, actually. Okay. I can't wait. <laughs> so I, I have the obvious. Are you coming back to the challenge? Ah, uh, you know, I, I will, I just don't know. I don't, you know, maybe I'm a little bit bitter. I don't know if anybody watched my last season. I lost a million dollars by 42 seconds. And you know, one might, one might say I'm a little upset about it. Um, so I just, I don't know. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. Maybe I'm going to need a vacation after being quarantined for over 30 days and being an also teacher at the same time. So I might go back just so I can get away. Why um, not go to the jungle and just be <laughs> secluded in the middle of nowhere with nothing? Right. Right. Why not? Um, at least they give us free booze. Who knows? Um, but I, I, 
I have gotten several of calls as far as availability calls, and I always say I'm available. I just never know if I'm ready to pull that trigger again. That's hard. I, I always loved it when you were gone because you yeah. did you did three essentially three seasons, right? If right, I remember right. correctly. Correctly, you do. Yeah, and that was like man, six weeks. No, even more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, when I made it to the final, um, that was two months, and then the other two seasons. Obviously, I got sick on both of those, and and then of course, uh, in good. Sylvia fashion, I catch E. coli the last season. So, you know, the challenges are fun and they're gone for a long time, but I always get sick. So <laughs> same person, same person wants to know, do you keep in touch with your cast members? Um, I keep in touch with a lot of the cast members from the challenge. Not so much the people from real world every now and then I'll talk to Violetta. Um, but the challenge, I definitely keep in touch with those people. Love it. There's your answer. <laughs> so, you know, I think uh, one interesting thing about when you go film those shows, I, when you watch the seasons, um, mm-hmm. or obviously recently, I don't know if it's aired yet, but, you know, you did an episode of House Hunters too. And, yeah. um, you know, when you watch it, it's all condensed down in this neat little package. Um, and it's fascinating that they film all this stuff in, in you know, six weeks. Um, or, you know, I don't even know how long it took you all to, to film the, uh, the, the house hunters deal, but you know, it's yeah. like, there is, it's not like you guys, I think some people maybe think that you're in this somewhat luxurious place, living in a nice house and it's just a big old party, but to get that kind of content and you know, probably what 95% of what's filmed doesn't even make the show. Doesn't even make it. So what's like a, what's like a, you know, a day in the life or not a day in the life, but maybe like a few days you know, of filming a show uh, like the challenge. So like the challenge and so filming challenge and then filming house hunters, same, but very, very different almost in the same instance challenge. The camera is on you 24 seven. You are not getting a break. Even in the shower, if they hear something remotely interesting, they're peeping that, that um, microphone broomstick through the shower to make sure they get everything that's being said any um, interesting motions of the oceans that may be going on in there. (laughs) They are making sure they are catching anything and everything they possibly can, because at the end of the day, you're making reality TV and you know, what's reality TV without a a scandal. Mm -hmm. Um, And so they catch you at your worst. They catch you at your, your greatest moments. So I, I'm, I'm, you know, I was one of the girls that like never wore makeup. So I was constantly at my worst, um, which whatever, um, but I'm surprised I didn't catch more of you singing in the shower. Like, why didn't we see that? Yeah. Well, you know, maybe my goodies weren't up to par. That's probably <laughs> what it is. I'm telling you what I, the quarantine pounds have added up and the goodies are not the same as they used to be. I'll tell you that girl, same for all of us. They are not where they used to be. Um, but it's just, it's crazy. Cause like you could be having like the most biggest breakdown of your life and their, their camera is front and center, right in your face. Whereas like filming house hunters, we filmed for two weekends and it's going to come together in 45 minutes. Yeah. And it was all day. It was 14 hour days that we were filming and we do a run through a whole run through and then they retake and want us to do the exact same run through almost exactly the same and then retake and do it two more times, three more times, however long it took to get the verbiage they wanted us to use, or um, they wanted us to say certain 
certain things or pin, you know, buyer A and buyer B against each other to, to make a TV show. So sure. whereas the challenge, it's more reality house hunters. It's more, mm, I don't want to say scripted, but they definitely want you to follow a certain storyline that they have for you. Yeah. That makes total sense. I know. Right. Uh, one of our favorite episodes of, uh, house hunters is they're they've got like a 450 or $500,000 budget at some coastal <laughs> type place. You know, they always mm-hmm. ask what people do, you know, like, right. hi, I'm Nancy. And she was like, hi, I'm Nancy. I'm a personal shopper. <laughs> and her husband's like, I'm George and I'm a drone pilot. <laughs> and our budget is, and I'm like, half and, a million. And, and by the way, he wasn't talking about like military legit. He's just talking about like, he flies drones around and films farms. And I'm like, damn, I got to get in the drone business. Like, really? That's, you're making that off yeah. a drone? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell? I mean, I'm doing the math here. I'm like, let me see. A drone's about 1200 A camera's about $2,000. I can afford me a $400,000 beach house. Let's do it. <laughs> I'd be the best yeah. damn drone pilot ever. Uh, <laughs> so from real world to real estate. Right. That's right. what you're doing now. You are an amazing agent. I feel like you are selling shit and closing deals all the time. I feel like that's what I see. So we yes. have some questions about the real estate business. Okay. Our first oh question is from Sheena, who was our guest last last time. You're, you're well aware of Sheena. Tunes. You know, I, I you know I the know tunes. Her. I think I heard, know her. I once heard about her and some other girl she calls Tunes. And they live, they're two peas in one pod from what I understand. There's that Southern accent. <laughs> so I think she knows the answer to this question, but I love that she like sparked this. She says, um, what point in your life did you decide to dive into real estate? So, for, well, guys, for one, I dabbled in quite a few things. I went from wedding plan. Well, so before I left for my very first challenge, I was in wedding planning, um, and wedding coordinating. And I was promised a job when I got back. And when I got back from filming, I had lost my job. Um, it, there was no longer a spot for me, which kind of really sucked. And I really didn't know what to do. Um, so I ended up selling straighteners at your local Costco's and Sam's. And that was by far the most humbling experience of my life because it was just one very, very hard for me to do. I didn't like it. It wasn't somewhere I wanted to be. Um, But it was, I I had to make money. I had to pay bills. So um, it is nevertheless what I did. Um, Luckily, I got a call to be on another show. And so, of course, I jumped at that opportunity because anything to get me out of the Costco's aisle, I was willing. I was was like, get me the hell out of here. I'm over here chasing people down that are trying to look for avocados in bulk. Like, hey, hey, buy this straightener, please. Buy this straightener. Did you guys do like, like, you know how they have the the, the little sample tables? Did you guys do like... Yes. Sylvia was straightening straightening people's hair just to show them how good her straightener was. I'm literally chasing these people down in the produce and meat section of Costco's trying to get them to buy a two-for-one straightener. I see you picked up some bologna. Uh, (laughs) You know what goes great with bologna? (laughs) This straightener right here, two-for-one here, guys. It is cheetah print. You can't go wrong with that. No one eats bologna with curly hair. It was just so, yeah. So it was like humbling because I mean, like I really hated where I was at in life. And then I got the call. I was like, hell yes. Get me the hell out of here. I'll leave tonight. 
packed my bags, went, and I came back. Um, real estate has always been something that I wanted to do and had always had an interest in. However, you know, the whole stipulation and Kyla, I think you may have been one of the ones that say everybody's a real estate agent, you know? Oh, maybe I did. Um, um, well, it was Sheena too. Uh, so <laughs> it, it was one of those things that I was like, oh gosh, should I even try it? I mean, everybody is a real estate agent. Cause I mean, what we all worked at power and light. Uh, well, you guys still work at power and light. I used to work at power and light and hell, I have to say like what 10 people that have worked at power and light are now agents. So it's like one of those things that everybody really is. And everybody knows an agent. Well, you're, I mean, the appearance is that you're super successful. So, and I yeah, mean, you know, yeah. I know the insides cause we're friends, but I right, think that, right. you know, oh, gosh, I think you're doing a great job. I also Thanks. think that, you know, you're a happier person, which is so great. I love that too. Oh, definitely. Like, I think definitely. when anybody kind of finds like their fit in life, they're, they're, they're in a good spirit. If you think about all the people that, that at one point worked at Pyron Line as, as most of them were bartenders, maybe managers um, mm-hmm. that went into real estate. Um, and I don't know them all, but the ones I can think of um, right. that, that are doing well, it's because and someone in your situation, but obviously, you know, going on reality TV helped you in this department definitely, as well, but, but networking, like they built up right. a ton of friends that they didn't have before they worked there. And and they've used that to, to kind of parlay their self into the, the, the real estate market. And, you know, one other thing too, is there's some people that have been there for freaking eight, nine years bartending. It's because they make so much money bartending and they're too, so, super content and happy doing it. Um, you know, but there's other people that are like, they literally get in that nightlife and that, that service industry game to try to figure out what the next road or the next path right. is. And real estate, if you have a natural, I feel like bartenders especially kind of have a natural salesy vibe to them. If you don't, when you get into it at a high volume place, you learn it. You know, exactly. And then yeah. that's so easy to trans or not easy, but that's, that's something that's, that could be easily translated to a sales position. And what's better than doing real estate? Cause you don't no. have to sell 50 cars a month, you know? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you could sell one house a month and be able to pay your bills. So, so long as you live, you're living within the, your means, of course, mm-hmm. but like, no, no doubt about it. And I think that, um, who, I don't know what position it was. Sales, was it sales? Something to do with sales that Kyla, you would probably know more about this, but you you guys would make us have to go around and do those office drops, call yeah. around to different yeah, call around to different offices and make those office Get drops. Get out and there, I truly, do a lot of outreach. Yes, mm-hmm. I truly think that kind of set the par the bar for me, and I kind of incorporated that into my what my current business is now because I do do the cold calling, I do go out there and door knock, I do do the um do the office drops to like different offices. Hey guys, I'm, you know, I'm Sylvia. I'm in real estate yet. Yeah, take a couple of my cards. If you guys happen to know anybody interested in looking, you know what I mean? Or, and I kind of give them a little gift or something like that. So it's definitely something I've taken a lot of what I learned working at um, power and light and incorporated that into what I'm doing now. So it's literally been the easiest transition for me. I love that. Okay. We have yeah. another, <clears throat> we've got another Instagram question. Okay, it's actually, can't like two parts. Okay. So, where's a good place to start if you're wanting to get into real estate? And is it necessary to have your license? And I believe well, this is from someone that does not live in the state of Missouri or Kansas. Okay, so yes, you have to have your license in order to re- to do real estate, unless you want to be like a showing assistant to an agent. But I'm telling you right now, if you're going to be the one getting out and showing people these houses get your freaking license. 
and get the commission, right? Because like, if you're just an assistant, you're not getting that money. Absolutely. And you're doing in all, you're doing the work, you're doing the research on the houses, you're getting out there and taking the time, your gas mileage to go and drive these people around and show these houses. You absolutely get your license because that is your money that you're losing out. Don't let somebody hustle you into just taking a couple hundred bucks here and there to go show these houses. Absolutely not. I love that. Um, So if someone's going to get their license, where should they start? So I'd say if you're going to get your license, um, you know, I, I went to Keller Williams and I've loved Keller Williams. Now Keller Williams isn't for everyone. Um, some people really like the way Reese Nichols does their training, um, their better homes and gardens. There are several other brokerages, but I would start at one interview with them, kind of get what their learning techniques are, and then go to another, um, and just kind of feel out the brokerages because everybody has a different learning curve. And for me, Keller Williams is really lively. They're really like a, a loud bunch. And that's how I am. They're, they're active, they're social. I don't just talk to just my team. I talk to everybody in the office and that's kind of the culture that I really liked. Love that. All right. Yeah. Another one post COVID. Okay. When do you Gosh. feel it will be the best time to sell or buy a home? Okay. I'm telling you guys right now, for one, right now, for buyers, during COVID is kind of like the best time for you buyers out there. One, because there is less competition and interest rates are still super crazy low. So if you're trying to get into a steal of a home with a low interest rate and not having to get into bidding wars, buy, buy, buy now. I'm telling you right now, it's been crazy for me and my buyers. Um, now for sellers out there that are going to list their home, right after COVID, you need to hop on, make sure your house is show ready, make sure it's ready to go because it is going to take off like crazy. People are tired of being inside their homes. The buyers that kind of backed off because they were a little bit nervous are all going to come out of the word work like crazy. What do you tell people who maybe are in a situation where they're unemployed, but were looking to buy a home or are still looking to buy a home? Is that an option? Does it, does it depend state to state? Like what, what do you have on that? So as far as Kansas City, and I can't speak on other states, I can only speak on obviously Kansas City area, um, Kansas and Missouri side, the people that were maybe laid off or kind of lost their job, so long as you pick up a job relatively quickly after this, you're going to be just fine because they're going to have your recent history. And then you're going to be able to prove that, hey, I got my job right here. I'm working right now. And the people that are furloughed, so long as you're able to get rehired and you have a letter from your boss saying that you guys are good to go, you're back, you're you're normal, back to normal things, business as usual, you're going to be just fine as well. Um, you know, and that's really, I, I've not had anybody that's not had a guaranteed position back at, back at the position that they lost. Um, so I can't really speak on that, but I, I can speak on the fact that I've had several furloughed buyers and several people that have been laid off and found a different job and they have been cleared. Well, and, and, and as you know, uh, Kyla and I are, are obviously house shopping. Uh, right. We have been yep. for a long time. Well, yeah. And also, yep. also because, you know, you're going to help us find the house. But, right. Um, right. you know, one thing that I've read that is really surprising, obviously with, with homeowners um, that mm-hmm. had their houses for sale, being nervous about people coming into the house, a lot of people drop their houses off the market. And one thing right. I've read that's really interesting right now, because I when this all started happening, you know, uh, I kind of got excited thinking like, oh, house prices are going to plummet. Well, no, you know, they've not really just because no. I, from what I've read, it's record low inventory. And like literally right now, yeah. if you, you know, you set your price range of what you're looking for and, and even compared to six months ago, there's just, there's not a lot out nothing. there. So there's it's kind of like, nothing out there. you know, we, we, it's been a, it, it's, 
been what I mean, I guess you consider a seller's market for a long time now because we all know that houses were popping up and they they would go, but it really mm-hmm. doesn't seem like it's 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 changed, you know? Right. To, to the point to where like now I see a house on the market and it's been on there for like twenty eight days. I'm like, oh, what's wrong? But yeah, <laughs> something's wrong with yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Something's wrong with it. Yeah. <laughs> and typically, I mean, I'm not going to say typically because it's it's not true, but. I mean, people are just being more cautious now because, you know, somebody that may be fine today here in the next couple of weeks, if this stuff doesn't, you know, clear, mm-hmm. you don't know if you're going to be fine in the next couple of weeks. So people are taking a little bit more caution in in making such a big purchase, which great, great. However, there are the other people that are like, holy moly interest rates are super low. I can buy this house at a bargain. I could still bake a mortgage that is less than my rent. I'm going to do it, you know? So it's, it's very much split 50, 50. I feel like in terms of people that are being cautious and people that are like, Oh no, let's pull the trigger. Let's go. Yeah, for sure. And this is like, we always talk about the, uh, the American people are, are, are absolutely terrible about saving money. You know, oh gosh! Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I was talking to somebody a couple of days ago, and they're like, "Oh, this whole thing proved that it, you know you miss one paycheck and people are broke." I'm like, "Well, that's been going on for decades. This is this right. is how we unfortunately live." But this is the time now to where if you were um, a couple or, or a single person and, and you've been saving and saving and saving trying to buy that house, and you're still employed or furloughed or whatever, you got your finances yep. figured yep. out. Man, what an opportune time to to jump what on! What a time! And, yeah, and, and get exactly. a steal. Exactly. Exactly. And my fear is, um, you know, for the buyers that were kind of holding out and making sure the COVID passes, because, you know, some people have brand new babies at home, so they really don't want to get out and take a look at these homes. And who feels comfortable buying a home just by doing a virtual tour? I certainly wouldn't. Um, and heck, like uh, my boyfriend and I, we closed on our home this coming Friday. So like, I'm so I excited know, for you. I, I know. I know. <laughs> me too. I'm very excited. But it took us going to view this home six Time. Stop. Six. And I'm an agent. <laughs> I was going to say, how many couples, like I, I know that you've had couples because I'm one of them that has viewed over six homes, but have you ever had a couple that has looked at one home six times? I, I don't, I cannot say no, that No, you're the only one. I'm the only one. <laughs> That's we amazing. this home six times. <laughs> I was like, I just, and even still, when we wrote the offer up, it was still like, I don't know. Six times in what time period? Because houses don't, I mean, uh, you know, the last what? 30 no, days. it was within four days. That's, so, so at least which means one, that you went exactly. at least twice in one day. Exactly. Yes, absolutely <laughs> did. And not only that, but then we called the parents to meet us there. Oh my gosh. I <laughs> love I, that. Here's, here's the thing, what I'm super guilty of with my, with some of my past clients. And, you know, now I've got a heat send a huge, like apology because I'm always like, okay guys, like, yeah, parents definitely bring them along. But at the end of the day, this is going to be your guys's decision. <laughs> yeah. Guilty as yep. fucking charged me. Like, I don't know. Let me call my mom real quick. <laughs> Sometimes it's just nice to have a little affirmation from people that are like in your, in your network that you're just like, okay, making the oh. right decision. Can, can you, yeah, okay. I'm like, can you imagine if, uh, if, if selling houses or if buying a house, if you could like, like a car, like you could try it out 
You know, like, oh, uh, I'm going to oh, need to God. stay a couple nights. I'm going to camp yeah, out for a few know, days. I'm going to need three days and yeah. maybe $200 of the electric bill to before yeah. I can make this decision. You know, I, I slept really well. It was nice and quiet, but I uh, wasn't happy with the shower. <laughs> uh, the trash takes too long. Yeah, I'm out. Thanks, though. Yeah, uh, you know, no thanks. No thanks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but uh, just just so you know, Kyla and Jason, down the road when we start really like getting out there looking, if you want to see the house six times in one day, I'm there. Yeah, no. when I call you for Moving the third forward. time, I'll be like, Sylvia, don't even fucking say a thing. Clear yeah, the, don't even fucking say a thing because you saw it six times. So hey, I think we might look here all day. I think we might look seven <laughs> times just to break your record. <laughs> and at least two of the times, I'm gonna bring like wine and a nice charcuterie board so that we can sit yeah. like, and test it out. You oh. know, give oh, it a no, sweet little run real quick. You will, because if you don't think that uh, the boyfriend and I didn't sit there for hours at a time uh, in these six times of seeing it, then you are sorely mistaken. Because we're like, "Mm, you know, do we really like the way this looks? I love it. I'm calling Friendsgiving at your place this year. You've got the new duds. Like, we're all going to come check it out. Deal. Deal. Love it. Uh, Well, thank you so much for... uh, coming on and I think you know we had a great response with like good questions and obviously like we don't have all the time in the world to ask all of them but uh where can people find you tell us so that if they have more questions about real estate and buying or selling in the market right now um or even in the near future tell us where we can find you anything at all if you guys have any questions you can feel free to reach me out on instagram or at sill underscore marie underscore 88 I think Yes. Or just look up Sylvia um, Membreno on there. Or you can go to my real estate page on Facebook, Sylvia Eldrode Realtor. Um, either or, doesn't matter. Or you can message Kyla and Jason and they'll give you my information. That's right. We will point you in uh, the right direction. That's right. That's right. Um, typically, I don't give out my personal cell, but uh, they, they will give you my email or anything of that sort. And we can move from there. But thank you guys for having me on. And I, I don't, I was super nervous coming on. And it wasn't like I that said, bad, I, right? No, my God, it was so much fun. <laughs> and like, no lie, I've done a few podcasts before, but I, coming on with YouTube, I'm like, I have downed a few glasses before I even got on here. So <laughs> I was nervous. The point is to be a little buzz. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Thank you so much. I love Thanks, you. And, and if anybody has questions, she is a wealth of knowledge as far as real yes, estate. Yes, yes. And All we right. will well, send I them your you way. Guys. We love you. Yes. Thank Stay you safe. Have a good night. Thank Bye. You. Bye. You're listening to Bradley Buzzed with Kyla and Jason. Man, she's great. She is, uh, she's always got a ton of energy and she's, and she's super fun to party with y'all. <laughs> so fun. You can't like go out with her and not have a good time. No. And if you're the super shy type, don't go out with her. (laughs) Hey, she will bring out the side of you that you didn't realize you had. Mm -hmm. But seriously, talking about home buying, I'm ready to get in a house, dear. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we've been looking for a while. We've been looking. We've been super picky. Yeah. We've been looking for a couple of years. Um, you know, but yeah, we've had um, a long time and a great time downtown, obviously with our jobs, but um, we've been down here for seven years. Seven years. And what's really cool, and, and we always talk about like, we can't wait for a sailor to get older to the point where she'll understand and appreciate her and, and, and being able to bring her downtown and be like, look, mommy and daddy live there. And um, 
just because we, you know, started off, um, I lived in a place called Chambers Lofts when I first started working downtown and Kyla moved in there with me, um, eventually. Um, him and, they, and his roommate. Yeah. My roomie. What's up, Kyle? I Kyle. love him. Kyle's hilarious. Um, but we, um, when one light was being built, which was the first, um, um, brand new residential, um, apartment building high rise to be built in downtown Kansas city in well over 30 years. Uh, we, we lived right next to it and the company building it was the company that we work for. So we got to watch this thing go from the planning state to the design, to the, the hole in the ground being dug to being built to, we literally got to go see our unit when it was hard hat central and we had hard hats on and jackets and we got to go see this unit with no windows and it was framed in. Like it was so cool. Um, and we lived there for a couple of years and then we got to do the exact same thing with two light where we live now. Um, so we, we've had a very unique downtown residential experience. It's been fantastic. I, I literally have no complaints, but we're not going to three light. <laughs> we, we have actually talked about like we move into three light. We have a problem. Um, but you know, with having sailor, um, she's going to get to that age pretty quick where school is going to be super important, super important. Um, and a yard's going to be important and I need some projects, you know, I need to tear some holes in walls or build walls or, you know, get myself a 91 Z 28 and torque on that a little bit. I also don't know if it's just like this week or like COVID and quarantine and, you know, being at home so much lately, but like, I'm about to kill my dogs. Like, and my oh. kill, I mean, like, I want to nudge them really hard with my knee some days because they're under my feet mm-hmm. so much right now. And, you know, I just, I'm, it feels like the walls are closing in little by little every day. Well, I feel like, you know, even in a house, it might get to that point uh, besides the fact that, you know. I can open a door and they can go right outside. Yeah, yeah that is true. And. One other thing is like tonight we're, uh, uh, well, she's cooking dinner and our kitchen is basically shares a wall and a door um, with Sailor's bedroom and you go to get a pot out or a pan out, I'm sorry, and you ha- it's like you're a bank robber that cut a hole in the ceiling and you're like repelling into the room and if you make the tiniest noise, the alarm goes off and you're going to prison. That's how it feels. Like you're getting a pan out. And granted, we have a very unique situation. Most people um, don't have a newborn living in a downtown high rise. No, you know? I think there's two babies in our building. Oh, you know, it's hilarious. No, three. I met another one the other day. You, you guys obviously can't see this, but um, our golden retriever must must have heard we're talking about her because she's been sleeping for the last hour and a half by herself across the apartment. And she literally just came over here and she's climbing up and she is laying on top of Kyla. Yeah. She was like, Oh, you want your space? Mm. <laughs> Hold my beer. Yeah. You have whiskey over there. Mm, I don't like that, but, but she's the sweetest girl. It's like when is. they want to cuddle, it's fine. Like when mm. I'm not doing anything, I'm good with it. For sure. It's when I'm like cooking or trying to get sailors meals mm-hmm. or like sailors screaming across the room and I need to get to her. Or maybe, like, maybe we notice it a lot more now because <sighs> sailor is crawling and she's always everywhere. And you never know. And sometimes she's like, a ninja when it comes she to... She is a ninja she tonight. Is. Yeah. She like... <laughs> we don't hear like, where'd the baby go? And she's over in the corner and she had gotten over there. You can't really see her, but like... Yeah. And like, where, she's so quiet. She's so fast. So maybe we're just... You know, it's like whenever you like, you never notice a car, you go out, you buy the car, you buy like a uh, freaking uh, Nissan, I don't know, uh, 
help me out with the Nissan. Uh, Altima. Altima. Uh, you know, you, you never really wanted one, but you saw one, you got a good deal on it, you bought it, and now you notice everyone's got an Altima. <laughs> so I think it's the fact that we're always looking around for a sailor around our feet. And it's and the always dogs are right dogs. there. <laughs> 100%. That's what they, and they are. Literally. Well, they are. And it's like when I'm cooking or when Sailor's eating, like she, Sailor learned very on. If she hung oh, her yeah. arm over the high chair tray, mm-hmm. dogs would come up and get food. So like they're right there ready to catch everything. But they're also while I'm cooking and preparing right there too, because I might drop something. Yep. It's just hard. I'm, I, we just need more space and we'll get there. You know, and as we can sit here and complain about the dogs constantly being under our feet, um, in, in our apartment, we also at the same time talk about once we get a house, how we're going to have three golden receivers. Are you still down with that? If the cap is three, then yes. But if I'm allowed to have more, Oh no, I mean, <laughs> I don't care if we get a five bedroom house. Like it's not like, the, it's not like each golden has their own room. Hallie, go to your room. Sasha, go to your room. I'm never naming my dog Sasha. All right, we got to talk about that because I've been. No, I'm joking. I'm just threw that one out there. Oh, you've been holding on to a dog yeah. name for a while. <laughs> uh, next dog I get shall be Sasha. <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's. I don't know. I go back and forth. Today I was thinking about uh, what if we just had Allie? Like, what if we just had the golden retriever? Mm-hmm. I thought about that too, but I feel like she would be so sad. She's sad already. She acts sad. She's not actually sad. <laughs> She just wants attention. <laughs> she does. She wants a lot of attention. Our dogs, I would say, have not taken a back seat, but they just don't get as much attention lately, at least from us. They get a lot of attention from Sailor because she's very interested in both of them. Mm-hmm. And she's getting better and more interested. And, like, you know, she's still kind of, I think she's she's approaching the end of the pull the dog hair situation. She hasn't really kind of figured out how to do the pet thing yet. Right. And we've been working with her on that. But like right now she's still on that like, ooh, dog. And she just I'll grab grabs it. the hair. And thankfully our dog. And we're always like within an inch because we're both just kind of nervous about it just to be safe. I've been bitten by a dog in my face. Yeah. I'm very like hypersensitive to that. But I do love dogs. So yeah. I don't ever want anyone to be fearful of them. But I am very conscious of. Yeah. And rightfully proximity. so. So we're always really close and she's starting to not pull as much and there's, they've already gotten so much better. Um, I mean, the f- first couple of times, like, you know, she even slightly got close to Allie. Allie would kind of make this, not like a defense, like not, or a uh, dangerous growl, more of a warning, like, Hey, Oh, I don't like it. Like, you know, like I don't, uh, I don't appreciate that. Please steer, steer away from me. But now she's already got so better. She'll actually let Sailor pretty much just rip her damn hair out. Yeah. Well, she's got plenty of it to go around because I vacuum every fucking day. Yeah. And that, so you want three golden retrievers. Can you imagine how much people would not want to come to our house if we have three goldens? Well, we don't have to tell them that we have three goldens. And I already vacuum nearly every day. It's even, somewhat therapeutic. I'm not even saying because of the dog hair. I'm saying like, imagine we're going to have a Friendsgiving at our house and you got to deal with three golden retrievers constantly bumping you in. But if it's at a house, they'll be outside. And... And they're just going to stare at us through the sliding back door. But like dogs. I mean. I wish you had a sliding back door. Oh, gosh. Anyway. <laughs> but dogs, like they're the best. And Allie, our golden, is the best. Mm-hmm. I, uh, 
I keep talking about how great Allie is. Izzy's great. She's our sweet little... I, the shelter told me she was a Pomeranian Chihuahua mix. She looks like it. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what she is. Um, but she's an old girl. She's grumpy. She has anxiety. She's oh, a lot well, to tolerate. Like, like, like I, I, if I had a dollar for every time on the elevator with other dog owners, I say small dogs. You know, because it's just like it, my go-to is old and grumpy. Yeah, it's just old and grumpy. Well, and it's just like all there's a there's a lot of big dogs in our apartment building, and there's probably an equal ratio of small dog, honestly. And it's so funny because if you if we just take Allie out and the elevator opens up. And it's another big dog, whether it be a German Shepherd or um, a Golden Doodle, or we have a uh, lot of Golden Doodles. Yeah, here. a lot of Golden Doodles because mm-hmm. why? Why not? They're freaking adorable. Um, or like whatever dog is. If it's a bigger dog, they get on, they look at each other, they don't give a shit. They just look at each other from like four feet away, and they're just kind of like, you "What's up?" Think, yeah, like "What's up, man?" You, it's the little dogs. Yeah, it's like one or two, man. One or two. Oh, two. Yeah, I, have, I already did that earlier, so I'm just doing a one now. Yeah, they're so chill. But you get the little dogs get on there. And they all four legs start kicking and they can't get any grip on the tile. And they're just, rah, 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 rah. I'm like, what are you going to do if you actually get to each other? Because when they do actually get to each other, they both stop. Yeah. It's like, okay, now what are y'all talking about? Like, we, we have some of uh, our neighbors, uh, Ashley and Jordan, they have three Pomeranians that look very similar to Izzy. Oh. They're a little bit shorter. Penny, George, and uh, uh, I want to say his name's. Mm. No idea. I'm Pablo, Pablo. Pablo. I almost said Pedro, but it's Pablo. You Pablo, to, Penny, and George. You want to talk about uh, picturesque too? Oh, oh they're beautiful. Gosh. They're so well groomed, but they're like Izzy. Like they bark, they go a little nuts. They're like ready to establish their dominance. I love them. We have one guy, <laughs> super nice guy, and he has, I think it's a poodle. And if you get on the elevator with him and you have your dog, if you don't have your dog, it's just normal. He's, he's always carrying the dog. Oh, no, no, no. That's not a poodle. What is that? It's a Scottish Terrier. Okay. So if you get on the elevator and it's The just, one that covers his eyes? Yeah. Yeah, so it's you, Scottish Terrier. So if you get on the elevator, it's just you by yourself um, and no dog with you. Not a big deal. You, know, you have casual conversation. If you get on the elevator with him, with his dog, and you have your dog- Automatically, he covers the dog's eyes and he turns his back. It works, though. It, it does the work. The second he covers the dog's eyes, he's quiet. I'm yeah. like, man, I wish that worked on mine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I, we'd have a blindfold on Izzy every time she went out. But it's just hilarious. And it's also really fun to learn the dynamics of, uh, you know, learning what dogs are friendly. And actually, most all dogs are friendly. We've never really had anything too scary happen. No. Mm-mm. But, I, you know, another thing. I bet our dog cannot wait. To go on, to have our dog walkers come back, to mm. just be able to like, we have really great dog walkers here and I'm going to give a quick plug because I love them, but Katie's Kennel, you can find her on Instagram, amazing company, yeah. self-started, she's done some great work, she has a great team, anytime we go out of town, even when we're not out of town and we're just busy, like I can send a text and within an hour, they're at our house, letting the dogs out, hanging with them for 15, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. playing with them. Oh, and that's the coolest thing when you're traveling. So, you know, we, we tried the whole kenneling them thing. Um, um, is that what it's called? Yeah, we you were know? boarding them. Boarding them, yeah. And, you know, uh, we went on one vacation. We were gone for like five or six days. And even though they had a camera at the facility, you could kind of log in and maybe get a peek. Um, it was actually kind of sad because when you did, 
you know, half of the time they were kind of off land by themselves or you know, whatever. It's just not in a comfortable space. No. Like their home is their comfortable space. Absolutely. So this, you know, when we realized. And Izzy already has anxiety. So like that yeah. was just, we had to find a solution. So. Yeah. And, and with Katie's Kindle, it's nice because, you know, you go on a vacation and you, and you get like daily pictures and kind of like a, a little, a little update or report. Daily pictures. I, I think every time that they come on a walk, I get like six pictures mm-hmm. and our walker will like send me her location and the actual walk route, which. Yeah. Pretty amazing. I, and, and another thing too is. soccer like, I love. And I walk around downtown quite a bit and, and they have actual, you know, multiple walkers. I've never seen any of the people walking the dogs look like they're having a bad day at work. You know what I mean? Like um, I could imagine if like, all day, all I did was walk dogs. I feel like you get frustrated, especially if you had like a little kind of a, an asshole of a dog that didn't really like to behave or act good on a leash. Like Izzy. Like Izzy. <laughs> I think I, I would get frustrated. Like, hey, come on, man. You know, like what? Just take a pee and let's go. But I always, they're always in good mood. And like, even like when they're not like actively like noticing you, like they're just having a good time, you know, like, I mean, it's not, I guess it's probably hard not to have a good time walking cute, freaking adorable dogs, but no, they're always so positive and seem to really sincerely enjoy walking dogs and, yeah. and doing their thing. And, and and they're all really freaking excellent picture takers. Oh yeah. <laughs> we, we love Katie's kennel. Um, I know that it's starting to sound like a plug, but it's not like we legit love them. We use them all the time. Um, she's great. And even if you don't need a dog walker or someone to board or groom, cause they do all of that. And it is a small business. Um, she is just, you know, uh, self starter. Uh, just follow her on Instagram because it's the most cheerful, like positive Instagram I've ever seen. And I catch myself every day just going to it and watching the stories because who doesn't love videos of dogs? So true. It reminds me of the, uh, um, oh, the Australian uh, golden retriever Instagram page. I know you're on there. Oh, Kylo and Vader. Oh my gosh. They're so cute. Oh my gosh. I could just sit there and watch. If I'm having a bad day, you know, between that and, and, and the Katie Kittle's, videos and story it's just makes you happy it does and if it doesn't you're either having a really bad day or, or screw you or you're just a bad person <laughs> <laughs> well i think that's good for this episode mm-hmm. uh you know our goal is to be under an hour the last two episodes have been a little longer. A little long our goal is to be under an hour or get to the point to where we're both empty on our drinks and we don't, which wanna, I am for the second time, nearly. And, and we don't want to get up and refill, and then have to start recording again. So once we get to that point, we kind of wrap it up. Yeah. So thanks for joining us Absolutely. again. Y'all are staying loyal, and I love it. And thank you so much again. Please send me topics, send me guests you want us to interview. Like we want, we want to give you what you guys want. So um, keep it coming, and. Uh, Again, everybody stay safe. Have a great week, y'all. All right, see ya. That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Bradley buzzed.